Hi, everybody, and happy Valentine's week. Um, I know this episode is just going to have to be at the tail end of this week because everything has been so crazy, but I'm so excited about it. I interview one of my great friends, Hannah Griffith, and she is spectacular. And we talk about this a little bit in the episode, but when I met Hannah, when I met our guest, I was living in DC and I just moved there. And it was funny because as my season was beginning there, hers was coming to a wrap, but she hadn't really shared that. Like right when I met her, um, I don't really think many people knew that she was likely even looking. I don't actually know kind of how the move came about, but I remember I'd only been in DC a couple months when I was invited to her going away party, which was really funny because <laughs> it was just, you know, she just kind of seemed like quintessential, exactly what I expected. Um, and someone that I expected to be a really great friend, which luckily she ended up still being. But when I met her, it just really seemed like, I, I remember looking at her and being like, I really want to have it together like that. Not that I want to have it all, not that I want everything to be perfect, but she just seemed to have a really good understanding of who she was and what she was grounded in and a lot of the things that I wanted. And, and I kind of felt like this like flailing fish essentially. And so it's like, fake it till you make it, you know, stay close to people that are like that until you understand it. And the closer I've gotten to her, the more I've realized first off, just how similar we are, which is just always the best feeling when, when you find that you're similar to somebody that, I mean, the quality she has, I, I don't, there's a lot of things I admire about her that I just, I don't have yet. And I'm working on, but it's, it's always really nice when you find community with someone like that. Um, and just affirming that, that you're even, you know, you, you, you still have this opportunity to make really great new friends. And she reminds me of my greatest, oldest friends. And, and so it's cool to see that all intertwine, but the way this episode came to be is so wonky because she reached out to me a few weeks ago and just said, she really had something to say about singleness. And this is something that I haven't talked about on the podcast in a while. Um, I think that being really vulnerable and, and something that, you know, I think Hannah and I have, have brushed on is that a lot of, again, she's a creator too. She's had a blog in the past and a lot of the work that we do as black women sometimes, or more often than not, I'm not, I'm not going to try to lie, comes out of pain and lo loneliness, right? And it comes out of this kind of constant reaffirmation of your own beauty, your own worth, um, you know, reminding yourself of who you are. And it, it, I mean, it, you know, it, it tells a great story. It makes great, it, it just, it just creates a safe place. I think for whenever anyone is feeling that way, I think the best thing about finding community is that you usually find it at your most vulnerable spot. And being in a relationship makes it, it doesn't make it hard to be creative, but it does challenge me to approach creativity in a way that is different because I haven't found my worth in a relationship, but it's reinforced more so than it was on my own. It was a lot of me doing that for myself, a lot of me doing that with my faith. And now I'm still doing that and working in the same way, but it, it's just different. And, it, and it, I think being in a relationship affects your creativity, which nobody talks about. And I, I don't know that I'm alone in that. I've never talked to anybody about that, except for you <laughs> who's listening to this right now, but it affects it and it, and it challenges it. And 
it was so funny because I was really thinking about that. And I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking about how am I creative aside from my pain? How can I, you know, make this joyful? How can I be true to who I am and just go honest with the flows of life and the flows of how I feel? And why do I associate pain with singleness? Because I shouldn't. And as I was going through this and thinking about this, lo and behold, Hannah reaches out and she's like, I've got something to say about singleness. And you guys are going to hear what she talks about, but I love how happy this episode is, is, and I love how uplifting it is. And I love how without us having to say it, it's a reminder of, of a woman's beauty and worth and how she can do all of these things and support herself in all of these ways on her own. Um, and be rooted in, in something bigger than herself. And I'm really excited about sharing it. We mentioned in the podcast too, definitely for the guys in the room. Like, I think it's really helpful (laughs) to hear, you know, what it's like to be, to be a confident single woman. And I think it's also coming at the perfect time as, you know, Valentine's day is wrapped up, obviously February, which I just deemed as my favorite month of the year, but you know, we're kind of wrapping it up and, and it's full of love and it's full of history and it's full of reflection. Um, and you know, I think it's so important to, to challenge yourself still and to learn still. And it's also a very vulnerable month, right? You're seeing a lot, you're learning a lot. We laugh a lot about how there seem to be, it's all of a sudden, it seems that everyone is in a relationship and no one's in a relationship and the Galentines and the, whatever the heck events that you're celebrating, it just, it all kind of comes crashing down and you, you, I think no matter where you're at, whether you're single in a relationship, talking to somebody, whatever it might be, it, this month is going to impact you and it's going to make you feel things that you didn't even know you felt. You know what I mean? Maybe it's love for your friends. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's your family. It's just, it's challenging. Um, and I speaking personally, it's been such an interesting month for me. I love it. Um, and it's been incredible, but it's, it's really been reflective for me in a lot of ways. And, and I love that. And I think it's so good. And, you know, I think it's a, I think January seems to be the big, you know, it's the new month and the new year you're, you're changing. You're not really looking back, but February, I think you kind of get reminded of who you are. You know what I mean? Not that your resolutions don't happen, but you know, you just kind of get a little bit of a smack of reality. Um, and you can choose to take it positively and really grow and understand where you need to grow, or it can just be a really, a really tough go at it. Um, and no matter where you're at in that, because I've been both multiple times. Um, I think this episode will, like I always say, at least put a smile on your face. And it really feels like this episode feels so juicy because (laughs) it kind of feels like you're, you're getting an inside look at a conversation that, you know, people are definitely having as you're walking by a coffee shop or a wine shop or whatever it is, or two people on a walk. It kind of feels like you're eavesdropping on that. Um, but I love doing this with Hannah and that's exactly why I knew it would be good because I just so enjoy talking to her. She's a rock star. Um, she works in public relations in New York city. She does it all. Um, and you know, she's just one of those people that when you meet her, you're like, yeah, this person is, is, is everything they say that they are. And I think that that's, that's a pretty high compliment to be able to give somebody and, you're about to hear exactly why she deserves it. Um, so enjoy. Uh, I can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts on it. And I hope y'all love Hannah as much as I do. Lovely. Okay. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I know oh, Hannah, Hannah that I love you. And I know that you texted me a few weeks ago, I think talking about how you had a lot on your heart and a lot that you wanted to talk about regarding singleness and dating and relationships. 
So I'm so excited to talk to you, Hannah. You're a rock star. You live in New York and you look like you live in New York right now. You look so cool. Um, and I'm just so proud to be your friend and I'm excited to have you on the podcast. So why don't you introduce yourself really quickly, even though I already did in the intro, but you know, just how you'd introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, well, oh my gosh, Bria, first of all, I mean, first I'm coming to you really as a friend, like I know. how blessed am I? Like, I just feel like, I value your friendship so much. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you just happen to have a podcast and I think that yeah. is amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to talk with you today and also catch up, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I guess a little bit about myself. So, um, yeah, for those of you that don't know me, um, I guess I, so I live in New York city and I work in, yeah. um, the PR, communications world in the fashion industry um, and kind of coming from a background of politics and um, of politics in DC. So, you know, just um, that's just kind of, I guess, my career background. Um, And yeah, I um, kind of to your point um, of just like singleness and dating, um, I have like been single my, yeah. like my whole life um and I mean yeah I mean that maybe sounds a little dramatic no no not at all <laughs> but um but yeah I've never had an official relationship um needless yeah. to say like you know um there there's still ex- like you know comes experience and um I would say heartbreak um but but yeah and so um you know and I'm a Christian um and Um, yeah, I just feel like there's a lot, a lot that can be said, but also a lot that can be learned, um, as a 20 something in a big city as a Christian, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, anyway, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, definitely. And I'll say too, for the listeners, I just, I'll probably be repeating myself, but I met Hannah when I was living in DC. So obviously everyone's been on my whirlwind of a tumultuous 20s uh, with me moving to Atlanta really quickly and it being kind of this this huge lifestyle change. But Hannah was somebody that I met right when I moved to DC. And it was one of those things where we'd see each other. I think we went to church. So we see each other like once a week, but it was like all we needed. And it was so evident that we were going to be close. And we've just kept up with each other through Instagram and texting. And like, I went to her going away party because she left DC before I did. But I think I'd only known her for like two months. No, <laughs> so that's actually like, bye girl. <laughs> that's such a good point. We really yeah. were such quick friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I remember our days of like thrifting together in DC yes. and yeah, we, we really took on the world by storm. With we the took storm it by storm. <laughs> we did, we did. And being in DC is so interesting. And I know that we'll, I don't doubt that we'll get to this and just dating in a really busy city, but it is so interesting because that happens a lot. Like you meet people that you're just so passionate about that you're so excited about, whether it's friendships or relationships or whatever it might be. And you're also kind of in this speed race to get as far as you can in your career. So it's like you're kind of you're connecting with people really quickly. Some people you really connect with, some people you don't. And you're also all trying to get to this single goal. So 
I was so glad when you reached out about talking about relationships and singleness and dating, because I've touched on it a little bit with the podcast, but especially since I've been dating someone, I've kind of steered away from it because it's kind of uncomfortable, like to talk about. Yeah, um, well, and, but, and I mean, that's not, that's not the season you're in. So, you know, it's not, but, and we're going to, we're going to talk about so many good things. Like I've got such great notes for this, but I like want to hear from you. And I, I think there's going to be a lot that yeah. listeners can relate to on but also a lot that I'll be able to connect to on too. But just first off, what it's been like for you in New York dating as a Christian in Christian culture while also being in New York City. Has that been different than it was in DC or kind of exactly what you expected? So no, that's such a good question. Um, Dating in DC, um, well, I guess, so I guess I'll start with, yeah, like, um, I didn't really date in DC. I didn't really like go on any dates or anything like that, honestly, because I was so kind of, um, after my career and I really was like, I mean, I was like right out of college, um, you know, kind of hit the ground running on the Hill. Um, and I mean, although I was thinking about relationship and thinking about dating, like I, really did prioritize kind of my career and what that was going to look like. Um, so, and I wasn't one for online dating. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I just like, you know, would meet people in church, um, and kind of that sort of thing, but I was much more focused on my, not that I'm not focused on my career Mm -hmm. now, but I think in that season, I was just so, you know, post-grad focused on my career and really focused on building community. I wasn't so focused on like getting a date. Um, so, and then dating in New York, um, it, I would actually say, well, I don't know if it's harder mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it's a, still a city. It's a big city, but it can feel small a lot of the time. I think like yeah. living here, I don't, I'm not overwhelmed or, or, you know, constantly like conscious of the fact that I'm in a big city. Like it really doesn't feel like that a lot of the time. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, dating here, I think has been hmm, not harder. Um, but I think I'm a little more aware now in this season of, you know, of kind of the absence of really of a dating relationship. And, um, and so I think because of my awareness in this season, um, it feels a little bit harder sometimes. Um, but, and I feel like I could say a million other things connected yeah. to that statement, but, um, but no, I feel like, you know, there's no shortage of people. There's no yeah. shortage of good people. Like I actually, um, yeah, I mean, there's no shortage of good people here. There's no shortage of good Christians here. I think it really is just, um, just, I mean, another, um, another opportunity to kind of put your faith in the Lord. Um, right. you know, I, I think also, um, dating as, as an adult in general is like kind of weird. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, 
So, so yeah, but um, I, I also didn't really know what to expect um, with the dating scene here. Um, right. I mean, again, when I moved, I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking about that because when I, I moved for a job, um, the job I'm currently in. So, so, um, so yeah, I mean, really when I got here, I was like, okay, let's like get, right. um, let's get settled into the job. Let's get settled into life in the, the city. Career. Right. right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think even, even moving here, it was never like the, a huge focus and I, um, and mm-hmm. I didn't really have expectations tied to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, if you would claim this, so I'm not going to put it on you, but I know that before the episode, we talked about sorting, singleness, and then seasons of waiting. So it's, you know, really focusing on the single section of your life, really understanding where you are. I think awareness of, of being happy in that is so important too, and really yeah. important to move forward. And I remember that for me, I just, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I just been single. Like that's just the way that it was, yeah. um, had been on dates, but it was, you know, I think when I, when a lot of the way I was feeling and when I could actually vocalize it, a lot of that hit during like the peak of quarantine. Um, and so that was when I just had a lot of time for self-reflection mm-hmm. and I just kind of, for the first time recognized, like, it's not that I'm like just waiting on the right person or whatever it is, like singleness is an action and I'm really choosing this. And there's of course, like all these opportunities and all these things I could do to kind of put it in my life, but I need to, I need to be okay with and understand that I'm choosing it. So it doesn't kind of feel like it's choosing me. It's a pop more positive outlook, but it also helped me realize, you know, it also really helped me figure out what I might want when I wasn't single mm-hmm. because I had the time to think about it. And I was like, it's not like this is a thing that's happening to me. I'm happening to singleness. I'm experiencing this. And I don't know, have you ever felt that way or, or kind of what did that feel like for you? Well, I love that you said, um, I'm happening to singleness because yeah, I mean, I think I can really relate to, um, you know, I, I didn't always choose singleness. Like I, um, I think a lot of the time, I mean, I would, um, you know, if I'm being like, I would have, um, I, I don't know if I would (laughs) have, if I would have chosen, honestly, I think, think, um, I think, for me, like the Lord has made it very clear, um, mm-hmm. throughout the years that like just the right relationship has not, has not come. I mean, like, like yeah. you said, like I've, I've also gone on dates and, you know, had, um, had like unofficial, you know, relationships. I hate the yeah. term talking, but it is hey. what it is. <laughs> um, but, but like communicating, know, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> dialogue um, yeah, whatever. but um yeah and it just has never stuck and yeah. um you know and I I think a lot of what you said you can relate to that too but um I think I think in that in that um situation you know that's kind of where a lot of girls fall fall into the into the like thought process of well something's wrong with me like something's wrong exactly. with me if I'm not if these relationships aren't sticking yeah. like if it feels or looks like a pattern um and yeah I don't know like it really I mean and I'm sure you also experienced this when you um you were feeling all those things in deep quarantine yeah. um but <laughs> 
<laughs> but um like it's it really is self-talk like yeah um I mean it really is if I'm being honest um I mean we all know yesterday was Valentine's Day yeah um, and I I had a rough day um, it's always harder than you think. I will say, I don't want to interrupt you, but it really is. And I think I was trying to trace back because last Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day before last, I was just looking at my memories like I always do. And I remember I'm, I don't remember, were we in quarantine? Lord have mercy. I, I was in Huntsville and mm-hmm. I was spending it with my mom and her best friend because they just always do a girl's night. Like dad knows that he gets out of the way. Like it's just (laughs) what they do. And so I spent it with them. And I remember all day, I'll never forget this feeling, but I'd been on social media. And I I think I said, I was not going to get on it that day. And what first thing I did wake up, look at it. Someone's engaged. (laughs) These girls are coming out of the woodwork with like Jack and Joe and John and all these new boyfriends. And I was like, when did this happen? It's like, you've never seen them on their feeds before. And And then suddenly they're married. And so, (laughs) and it was really overwhelming. And I, I like really held on to that feeling because if I'm, if I'm tracking right, I, I was just feel, I was also not exactly sure that I was living in the place that I wanted to live. Mm. Um, I was really trying to figure a lot of that out. And at the same time, I was aware of my singleness and I knew I was happening to it, but it was also, it was, it was, a, I, it was making, I was in a stage of sadness with it. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of like bad self-talk and like, why is this happening to me and things like that, but more of a mm-hmm. sense of, okay, now that I know what I want, I see how great that would be to have that, but I want to be in this moment. And so I remember going to dinner with my mom and her best friend and, you know, they have one Cosmo and they're like embarrassing me. (laughs) And so I remember just laughing and sitting there with them and being like, you know what, this is a moment that I might not have again. You know what I mean? Sitting with my mom and her best friend on Valentine's day, it just might not line up that way. Um, and so it, it also, I think takes actively choosing, I think, because I think what sometimes people don't want to admit is that maybe they're sad if they're Mm -hmm. single, you know what I mean? There's a difference between being single because you're sad and being sad within it. You can be sad in a Mm -hmm. relationship, whatever it is, but I I don't know. I think it's so important to choose to really actively be in the situations that you're in. Um, and just think, you know, this is a great opportunity that I might not have next year in five years or whatever it is. Do you feel that way? Yeah, totally. I mean, I was even, um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I don't even want to want any of, um, I think something that, um, sometimes Christian podcasts or, you know, just general podcasts about dating. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes what they do wrong is they like try to paint this picture that like, you know, if you're not happy in your singleness all the time, you're doing something wrong. Um, heck no, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's okay. I, yeah. So, you know, I want, um, I really want our listeners to know, um, that like, you know, I, I experience many a moment yeah. <laughs> of, you know, not being totally content in my singleness and, you know, questioning, you know, God, like yeah. questioning his timeline and, you know, um, Yeah. And so, you know, that's something that I do, you know, Mm. experience, but, um, but, you know, I, I was even telling a friend, I held like a little Galentine's brunch. Yes. (laughs) What I I thought was like a Monday night party. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And I was telling a friend, um, 
I was like, you know, I would not trade one single moment of my singleness. Exactly. Honestly, like completely honest, even actually, especially the moment that I feel like my deepest feelings, like I would never trade that because I think like, um, I just think so many valuable moments and thoughts Mm -hmm. and conversations, um, happen in the middle of it. Um, and, um, so much, a lot of growth. There's so much I want to say, (laughs) but, um, there's this, um, there's this podcast, um, that, I mean, it's literally from 2017. Um, it was, um, a sermon from pastor Stephen Furtick and, um, from Elevation in North Carolina. Um, and he, um, it was titled in the middle and, um, basically like it was just talking about, um, you know, how the miracle is in the middle, like in Mm -hmm. the middle of your grief, in the middle of your discontent in the middle of the uncomfort, like in the middle of, you know, kind of the path that you're on to where you want to be. That is where the miracle is because that's where you see the Lord. Um, and that's where you see the Lord work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think it'd be easy to say, um, oh, well, you know, like I, I will see God in the, in the fulfillment of the promise, or I will see God at the finish line. And while that's totally true. Um, and I believe that wholeheartedly, like, I think that, um, I do see God the most in the middle and in, Mm -hmm. um, on the journey. Like, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to give you time. (laughs) No, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. It then really is that way. And I feel like, you just, not only do you pick up so much, but you just all of a sudden, everything seems so important too in the mm-hmm. middle, because you're almost like, it's not that you don't, you don't want whatever's to come, but you're also like, oh, is this going to be the last time I have this? Will I get to do this forever? For sure. If that's what you exactly. choose, you know what I mean? Like nothing has to be the last time, yeah. but I think the season of life and just being in your twenties also, it all feels very like, I listened to this podcast that Matt Damon was on. And it was funny because they were talking to him about his 20s, which is when he was really kind of blowing up, but he was still like side characters, like he was not the main thing yet. And he was talking about how he had this just huge fear of passing and leaving this world before he he got to show everyone what he was made of before he got to do what he felt like he was placed on this earth to do. And he was talking about it, how like whenever he got on a plane, he was like, well, what if this happens and I never get to have this part of my life? What if it, you know, and I just, when he said that, it was so interesting because I feel like that about sums up your twenties, even though life is so much bigger than these 10 years that were in them, there's so much more to it, but you're still, I find myself a lot of times in this mindset of like, you know, oh, but I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. And I think that that's, you know, it, it's, it's like a bittersweet truth of singleness. It almost feels like that as well. Like, well, I've got to do this while I still can. I've got to do this. And it's like combining the fact that you don't have to give up who you are, but you do want to appreciate how unique and how special and this like singularity that you have while you have it, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally. And I think, um, I think too, like, I, I always think about, you know, like, yeah, especially I think, um, I think as the months have gone on or Mm -hmm. even as the years have gone on, like, I feel, um, 
I feel, and I want to be careful saying this because I don't want it to sound like, you know, a relationship is mm-hmm. like the finish line or an, a, a place of arrival because Girl, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's a layer. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay. So tell me, have you been on a date with someone from online? Like, have you been on the apps? And then if so, how did you feel before, during, and after? You can either choose one day or if it's all been the same, it can be all of them. Or if you've never done it, then I'll have to move on. <laughs> okay. I love that question. So, oh my gosh, Sabria. Um, I have never been one for the apps for online yeah. dating. And I think honestly, um, and kind of just, you know, being, being transparent, um, I, I always struggled with the idea of it because I felt like I was taking it into my own hands, Mm -hmm. um, and not giving God the control, um, to make it happen. I felt like I was kind of trying to make it happen. Um, and also just, I didn't love, like, I don't know. I just, I'm also like a sucker for the story, like for the story and, and like all that sort of stuff. So I felt like, there wasn't, there wasn't much of a story. Like God is not the one in control. So anyway, but, um, during COVID, um, or actually, well, this a couple of weeks ago, or I guess a few weeks ago now, maybe even a month ago, um, I got COVID and I was like, um, in my apartment and, you know, I was like quarantining for a week and, um, in the middle of the quarantine, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell <laughs> This is the end. <laughs> this is, this yeah. Is yeah. And, um, so I actually, okay, so I tested out a couple. So I downloaded match.com first. Okay, I wait, like, I didn't know they had an app. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I think that was a website? <laughs> That's okay, girl. <laughs> I was remembering their classy commercials. Very classy. That's like how people's aunts met their amazing husband who took them to Paris. Yes. Yes. Like how grandma who's been married for 70 years met her husband on met her new husband. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, they're a class act. Like I'm gonna try them out. Um so I downloaded that one and I just like, I don't know, I didn't I didn't love it. Okay. So then I downloaded, um, hinge cause okay. I know, and I know like a lot of friends, um, a lot of friends of mine have been in, um, or have found themselves in serious relationships. And actually yeah. one of them, um, just got engaged last week. Oh my gosh. And yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, okay. And I, I think the slogan for that one is like, um, to help you delete it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so I was like, okay, like this sounds good. So I like, um, yeah, so I downloaded it and it honestly felt a little, so I was, when I downloaded it, I was pretty hopeful. Like, you know, I, I was just honestly kind of, um, just, I don't know, excited to get to know someone new. Um, right. I didn't really have expectation for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a new friend or I right. don't know, whatever. So, so, um, so yeah. And, um, and I, I mean, it was a little weird to me, the profile, um, 
the profile, I guess, like concept, like how you're, I mean, essentially you're seeing what people want to put out there. Right. Um, so yeah. it's very, it, it just felt very curated and, um, kind of, I don't know. I, and I, I just think I'm very, very old fashioned and like, just, you know, the way I date and like, you know, I want, I want to meet you in person or you can, there's just so much you can tell from in person. So it kind of seemed a little uncomfortable, but I was like, okay, I'm going to lean into the uncomfort for a minute and I'm just going to, yeah. you know, try it out. So, um, so yeah, I actually, I like had a match and we like yeah. were planning on meeting at, um, at a coffee shop, um, one Saturday when I was like, um, I was actually leaving town later that day and he was like, oh, well, like, let me try to catch you before you leave. Like, let's yeah. get coffee. And I was like, okay, great. Like, I think also I, yeah, I mean, a breakfast sounded harmless and, um, yeah. So anyway, um, leading up to that, like I was really excited. He seemed really kind. Um, and you know, like if nothing else, I thought we would probably have a lot to talk about just given right. our similarities and whatnot. Um, but, um, he actually, and, um, yeah, just in the spirit of transparency, honestly, yeah. um, he actually ended up standing me up. No. Yeah. Yeah. It and happens, girl. It happened. Did he, did he like say right before, like, Hey, I'm actually not able to make it. Did he not show it? Like, what was it? So basically like, and I think, um, I kind of had an inkling that, yeah. You know, and maybe it's just because I'm naturally a little skeptical going into these sorts right. of things. Um, but I was like, you know what? Like, and it's so funny. It kind of felt like a power move because I was like, you know <laughs> what? I don't like. I don't know where what is going to happen, but I'm going to take a book. Right. And, and so I was Smart. like, I'm just in case. Just <laughs> anybody listening, take always take a book. <laughs> always take a book. <laughs> Because what you're not going to do is walk out. <laughs> no, no. And you're going to buy yourself that coffee. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I like took a book. And so um, basically like, yeah, um, he just didn't show. And okay. he ended up like messaging me later and was like, hey, like, I'm so sorry. Like I, I was like out late and, you know, you know. The years, like, yeah. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. um, but uh yeah, I mean, he was really sweet and he was like, you know, like you deserve someone better. And I was like, well, you're not wrong. But yeah, definitely. But, no, honey, um, you're already out of the race, but thank you for the reminder. <laughs> but um, no, so yeah, I think that uh, and I mean I yeah, I haven't I deleted my accounts, like mm -hmm. I have not done it since. Mm -hmm. And not because and I want to I want to kind of caveat that with like um, yeah, I mean, he didn't show and I had my yeah. book, but like, it was also just still such a sweet morning and such a sweet day. Like I, um, my best friend ended up calling me, um, and just like, you know, making me laugh, doing the classic best friend thing. Um, yeah. in that moments. and yeah. And I honestly just felt like I had a really great time with the Lord and just like, mm -hmm. um, I actually was reading, this book called um the women of the bible or mm -hmm. it's right over there i could go check the title but um 
anyway, Shannon Green wrote it and it's basically just like, um, kind of going through like some of the women of the Bible and, um, into their stories. And I actually read about Rachel, um, that morning coincidentally. And, um, for those of you that, you know, don't know Rachel's story or anything, um, she, she was waiting for a while, um, for, um, for, I mean, for her husband, but also for a child. And so she was like, she had that longing and, um, and yeah, just, you know, not on her timeline, but, um, but yeah, so reading her story, I think that morning was just also so encouraging and really a gift from the Lord. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, I had a great morning regardless and you know, I bought myself my matcha. (laughs) Absolutely. I would have gotten like a a venti matcha. (laughs) Like, Let me just. (laughs) <laughs> Throw in the cinnamon roll, like let's do it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and so um, I don't know. Actually, I probably won't ever try online yeah. dating again. Um, and not because I don't want people to think because of one scenario exactly. or one situation right. that you should just throw in the towel. But I think for me, um, and I mean, you can ask literally any of my friends this. I've probably told you this before, but I, it's yeah. just not, it's just never sat super well with me. Right. Um, and again, not because anything's wrong with it or, yeah. you know, I mean, again, I have so many friends that have had successes from it. Um, yeah. but I just think that my, um, that the promise that, you know, I'm believing God for in the man he has for me mm-hmm. is beyond some, uh, is beyond a profile I could come across of. Um, right. It's honestly probably even deeper than the prayers I've prayed. Like I, yeah. I cannot, I, I, it's kind of, I've kind of realized that I cannot like find him. Like that's just not, I yeah. don't know. It's really going to have to be divine intervention. I, think. I mean, and I'll say when the Lord talks, he he's pretty clear in his yeah. points. And I think there's a lot of ways where like, you can still kind of be like, well, no, that was just like a rocky mm-hmm. night for that guy. He's still, I still want to talk to him. I'm going to give him a second chance mm-hmm. when so obviously the Lord was saying like, this is absolutely not the one. So yeah. I'm going to absolutely make sure you don't even lay eyes on him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he's always really clear in his ways. And I think like the hardest thing with the abs, because I've been in and out of, of that emotion of feeling like, yeah. you know what, let me just get over myself and get on this app and see what's going on. As opposed to like being like, you know, I just don't think that's the way it's going to happen. I don't like the way I am on this. I'm so mm-hmm. glad it worked out for this person. Obviously it was perfect for them, but it was right. like their first one, whatever it might be. But I, I really think you're so right. And it's just, I hate this phrase, like to each their own, but it really is so mm-hmm. individualized. And, and I know we talked about this podcast a little bit before, but um, you know, there's just this incredible one called the beautiful stories. And it's Mia Fields speaking at a women's conference. And she says something that sticks with me all the time, because it's also kind of my personality to be like, oh, that wasn't because of me. That was because of this. Like, oh, right. no, this just happened because of this. It doesn't have to do with mm-hmm. me. And she was like, your story is about you. Like, God mm-hmm. is about you. It's completely yeah. about you in a way that's not selfish and ego- egocentric in a way that's really like, it. you have to be at the center of your life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you have to make that about God and the people you love and whatnot. And so, yeah. I think you're so right in that. And I just, I mean, I'll tell you after being on some dates from some apps, 
they were rocky. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just when the guy does show up, it's not always great. If it's not working, it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I, I don't like to live in regret, but something that me and my friends would talk about a lot is I would just be like, golly, I really wish I would have just been with the girls. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of going on this date or doing this thing, I really wish I would have just, just hung out. Um, and and it, I don't know, it, you know, it really, there's no perfect recipe or way to go about it. But like yeah. you were saying, it's really just like being totally comfortable in who you are and knowing exactly what he's got planned for you. Mm-hmm. You know what so, I mean? And, and that's I just think, the best way. Yeah. And I think, you know, being confident and exactly and um, what he has for you. And also though, being confident and I mean, I think, um, so gosh, there's a few things I could say, yeah. <laughs> but okay. So I'll start by, um, a couple weeks ago, one of my great friends here in the city, um, we were just kind of talking yeah, again mm-hmm. about singleness and dating. And, um, and she, she shared with me, she was like, I'm not sure if, you know, she hadn't been single in a long time mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm not sure if I should be. And she said, mm-hmm. because I kind of want to be on, the, like, I might want to be on the market. And mm-hmm. I, I really like kind of perked up and I was like, singleness is not about being on the market. Yeah. Like I would say 20% of singleness is about being on the market. Right. Um, And I think, you know, like, yeah, you, you just really at the core of singleness is Mm -hmm. like knowing who you are and whose you are. And, um, and it's really confidence, not only in God's plan, but in, um, in the woman he's made you to be, and in the woman that you are and in the Mm -hmm. standards that you have, um, and in the promise that you believe that, um, he is made to you. Like, I think for me, um, just, I guess, um, why I think I can find so much encouragement, even, um, well, actually, I don't, I don't even want to say despite my singleness, because I'm so, I'm so happy yeah, for it. Within and, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But, um, but I'm so, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for it. But, um, but just, you know, like, um, for me, I just have, I mean, I have a lot of goals, career goals, family goals, like just like life goals. And, um, and again, like just kind of going back to, um, you know, that, that podcast, um, and you know, her beautiful story and how it's your story. And it really is all about you. Like I, um, I do believe, um, and I know we've chatted about this before, but, um, that we have such unique paths. Um, and I mean, there are a lot of things that I want to do in my life that, um, like simply your average Joe just won't fit into, like, I don't know, you know, like it's so, so that is what really encourages me a lot of the time Mm -hmm. is like, you know, it's not that my dreams are too big or it's not that, you know, I'm, I have this checklist or I have, you know, it's really about that. Um, the person that God has called me to be is also the same calling, um, not the same calling, but is also 
like he needs to be calling whoever my future boyfriend, future spouse, whatever. Um, yeah. He needs to be calling him in a similar way to, you know, this life. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so yeah, um, I think, and that kind of um, goes into one thing that she did mention in that Our Beautiful Story podcast um, was um, she said, like, she was talking about the custom made furniture vision. That yeah. She yeah. And um, she said um, something like, you know, um, well, okay, a couple things. Like, she was like, every time I think I found something and I'm like, okay, I'm going to settle on this, I feel no peace. And yeah. peace is a great decider. You can't argue with peace. And um, and yeah, I think I think I'm so um I'm so cognizant of what settling would look like that I simply mm. just like it's so hard for me to yeah, to even like just to even think about to even think about settling. Mm-hmm. I think that's like one of my worst fears in in life, but in mm-hmm. relationships and in dating. Um, and then she says, um, you know, custom made. And she says, um, you know, God told her like, Hey, like, um, you know, I'm custom making. Right. Um, and in her, in her vision, it was like furniture, but you know, a man. Yeah. I'm custom making this for you, but it means right. that you're going to be empty handed for a little bit longer. It takes time. Yeah. And whoo, like that, that it's hits, like, if you're yeah. waiting on a couch, you're waiting on a couch, you want to sit on it. You need that couch so you can watch TV. So you can eat, so you can do all these yeah. things. But the one you want is going to take 12 weeks to come in and you just have to find a way to survive. Right. You're eating on the floor, but you're also, you're also really gaining something that I really learned about singleness was I felt like I was really building resilience. And I was really like thinking like the longer I was single, the more I, my standards were raising and the more I really knew what I wanted because I wasn't, there's nothing wrong with jumping from relationship to relationship, but there was no cushion. Like I knew exactly who I was on my own when I had a really hard day. I had to go to the Lord, my family and my friends. Like that was mm-hmm. it. There was no yeah. like, you know, cause I always saw a relationship as being like a place to go when things is hard, when things are hard, it's a, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a warm place to go when you really need it. And so I really had to figure out how to be that for myself and how to support myself mm-hmm. and how to not, you know, rely so much on that, that relationship because, right. and then, and then in being in one, you realize that you can't put all of that into one person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone has heard this in some way, but like, the person you're in a relationship with cannot be your source of worth. They can't be your source of joy, your source of belief and things like that. That's got to be your relationship with God or what you believe in and your faith and your, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, kind of what's, what's there until the end. Confidence in yourself. Like you've got confidence in yourself. Yeah. You have to, or you're going to, and even when you do, you still find yourself, you know, you're like, wow, I really trust this person. I want to give them everything, but you've Mm -hmm. got to stay true to you. And I Mm -hmm. think that the better, you know, yourself, the better you can be in a relationship because instead of lashing out and being like, Oh my gosh, why did I kind of catch that attitude? Or why did that kind of rub me wrong? You're like, you know what, that rubbed me wrong because I'm used to doing this my way or I'm used to this, I'm used to this. And it helps a relationship be a lot stronger. So once again, a relationship is not the end game, but you're not gonna, there's no way you're gonna be in a good one if you don't learn how to be really, really, I don't wanna say, it's not about positivity. It's just about like that awareness and knowing exactly who you are so you can give that to somebody else. You know what I mean? Because that's what you'll want. You know what I mean? You don't want a guy that's like, Oh, I don't really know. Like, 
I'm going to have to rely on you fully. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's and when you, when you flip the script, you're kind of like, well, <laughs> yeah, can you figure that out on your own. You <laughs> that's that heavy. Own? That's too heavy. Yeah, It's too heavy. And it's too much for somebody else to carry. And humans weren't made to carry that weight for you, right? you know, and it's, and you can spread it out and you can talk to the people you love, but at the end of the day, it's about knowing yourself and, and knowing your worth. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, and that podcast, I mean, I've listened to it and what, you know, what's funny is I've listened to it so many times and I still listen to it because it, it affects every area of your life. Kind of mm-hmm. recognizing that like totally. what you want is being custom made, right? The career that you think you need to have right now, right. it, you know, it, it's not going to be built in a day. It really, right. you, you have to wait on things to align and then act, you know what I mean? And right. it's just so many things it, it can even be like where you want to live, what you want to do, you know, how you want your friendships to look like, what you want your Friday nights to look like. Mm-hmm. I remember like when I was thinking about leaving DC, I was listening to this podcast a lot and it was because I, I didn't feel like my life was what I wanted it exactly to be and how I thought the Lord would make it. Mm-hmm. And then it really took patience, but then it also took action. And then being like, now once right. he's, kind of presented these opportunities, really taking a step forward to activate them. And I, you know, it's not just about singleness, you know? Right. No. And I think, I think, you know, that's, um, that's such a great reminder too, that like, um, I think a lot of people, um, and, and, you know, I'm not even talking to just the girls here. Like, I know the guys yeah. are doing this too. The guys are here. There's some guy. Like, I know the boys I know are they're, listening. they're probably just loving this because they're like, finally, we can figure out what the heck these girls are <laughs> But we um, hear you. <laughs> but, well, I think like so many people think that being single or I, I actually don't even want to, um, to narrow it down to just singleness like yeah this is I mean we're all in seasons of waiting um we're this all in you. Seasons of, at any yeah. time whether mm-hmm. it's like you're waiting for a relationship whether it's like you're waiting for a job you're waiting for a house you're waiting for kids I don't know but you're you know, waiting for a promotion you're waiting for literally anything right yeah. I mean we could all we're all waiting for something um yeah. and I think um you know, a lot of the time we think that waiting is just this, like, you know, okay, like I'm sitting here yeah. and I'm waiting and you know, right. that's what I'm going to do. Is you can actively here. wait. Yeah. But it is such an active, it's an act, the act of waiting. And I think, you know, that has to look like prayer that has to look like, um, self-reflection and, um, that has to look like seeking counsel and, Um, and really, you know, even pouring into yourself in ways that make you feel like you're being prepared, um, Mm -hmm. for what you're waiting for. Um, a few weeks ago, um, or actually no, a few months ago, um, one of my best friends, um, she was like getting back together with, um, her now husband, um, (laughs) at, at the time, at the time she was getting back together with, um, her boyfriend, um, and, um, and I'm great friends with the both of them. Um, and I asked, um, I asked her, I said, okay, I said, you're, how do you feel about getting back together with him? Like, because right. she was like, you know, if we're getting back together, like this means marriage, like this doesn't right. mean, um, this doesn't mean that, you know, we'll be, um, we'll be just seeing how dating goes again. Um, yeah. and so, um, I asked her, I said, how, how do you feel 
Like, how are you feeling going back into this? And Bria, I am still, I think probably the whole city of New York knows yeah. what she does because I've talked about <laughs> it so much, but it truly, it was like such a drop the mic moment. Yeah. Um, she said, I feel equipped. Mm. And Come you on, know, queen. Yeah. She could have said anything, anything. else. Like, she, she could have said, said, I feel stable. I feel, I trust him. Yeah. She could have said, I feel in love. I feel happy. I feel, uh, you know. Not equipped. She said, equipped. I didn't know how much I needed that word. I I'm know. that word for the rest of the week. <laughs> equipped. Um, equipped. And yeah. that really kind of served as such a crucial, crucial reminder that, um, you know, as we're waiting for whatever we're waiting for, um, it's preparation, right? right? And, and, you know, you can't, there's no preparation, um, you know, when there's not challenge and when there's not, like you said, yeah. building, um, building endurance. Um, and so, so yeah, that really changed the game for me a bit. Um, and you know, right when you think you've learned everything that yeah. you learn, then you know your friend says that she feels equipped. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're I'm like, all right, God, maybe I need a few more months. I Let don't know. Me restart. Let me restart. And that's really what it is. And I think we've all, everyone listening, and both of us have fallen on our face enough to know that it's so much better to wait and to get what you need and to be equipped, like you said before jumping in head first. I think mm -hmm. everyone has had to learn that. I think this stage of life is like you're learning literally by fire. Um, but I think like we were talking about actively waiting, really being aware of that is important, but I think it's also so good. And I thank you so much for being on this episode because I think it's so important to be vulnerable and to talk about it because I've been a huge proponent the past year about saying things out loud. Mm -hmm. and about how important that is. And like, I think I'm the opposite of that. Typically, if there's something I want, I don't like to make it known. It, it might be a little bit of only child syndrome, but I'm really not the kind to like, reach out first, just because I'm always like, well, let me hold this in. Let me see what everyone else does. And then I'll make a move. Um, but but really, I think what the season of life calls for is, 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 is taking that step and being honest about how you feel and recognizing that like, it ha you, you have to make this about you. You have to think, you have to equip yourself, you have to prepare um, or, or else you're, you know, you're just going to, you, you might fall into settling or you might, that's how people fall into these like situations and they look back and they're like, why did I do this as they're, as they continue to develop and grow. And so I think that it's probably going to be so helpful for people to hear this from you, especially when, I mean, I know, oh, okay. One last question. I know we need to go, but like, yeah. so you told me that you deleted your social media, right? Is that right? Yeah. Can you talk to me about why you did that? Yeah, sure. I would love to. I um, love everyone's story on this. I'm always like, yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, Bria, no, you can't delete yours because your podcast will <laughs> Not the podcast. No, y'all, the podcast is yours. I'll wait anywhere ever. I'll tell you. Unless Instagram makes me take it down. <laughs> um. So yeah, I deleted my um all of my social media except yeah. my LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> Come on, girl. But, um, still gotta get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so actually, um, a few reasons. Um, but so basically, um, the month of September, I was kind of um taking taking a month with some girlfriends. Um, yeah. and we were um we were spending it in Europe. Um, you know, we were fully vaxxed and yeah, um, 
we were all boosted up. And so, you know, we could safely, we could safely do the thing. And, um, and so we spent the month in Europe, um, and, um, and when I was there, we actually, none of us were on social media during that Mm -hmm. month because we wanted to be just like fully present. Um, and, um, and so when I got back, I actually found myself, um, uh, just kind of overwhelmed with like, I felt an obligation to share about like our trip. Mm -hmm. I felt an obligation and, um, I hated that. Like it didn't, it no longer felt fun for me. It no longer felt like my own thing. Like, you know, cause I used to, I used to use Instagram as kind of like a scrapbook for myself and like a timeline for myself. Um, and it no longer felt like that. And, um, yeah, it just, it truly just didn't feel healthy for me to have. Um, and so, um, and I also felt like just in the same kind of, on the same kind of point of like my trip, like I felt like when I was trying to share things from it, I was like almost trying to recurate those moments that I had on the trip for my followers or for, for my everybody followers. else. Yeah. Right. Like I was trying to like, re- like explain like, Oh, like this moment is, <laughs> but if you want to do that before dinner, we actually ran into this person. <laughs> no, like why exactly. am I <laughs> exactly. And I was yeah. like, I was, I was really actually like yeah. mad with myself. I was like, these are truly like, who are you trying to impress? Like, who right. are you? Who You've are done you it girl. To? Yeah. Right. Um, and I mean, even like, you know, during that month, but also, you know, without having social media, like I would just share photos with friends or family yeah. directly. And it just felt great that way. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was one reason. Um, and I also just, um, I don't know. I, I craved real, real life again. I don't know. Like I just, I thought that, um, and again, kind of, I mentioned this, um, earlier in the podcast, but, um, you know, you're looking at what people want you to see. Right. Uh, And I, um, and you know, social media, social media is great. And it Mm -hmm. is definitely Mm -hmm. where, like, there's so much value in it, especially, um, especially, you know, when it comes to keeping in touch with people and, um, and that sort of thing. I think there's so much, and I mean, people run their businesses on and earn their living on social media. And I think that's amazing and such a gift truly. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, um, I think I just really kind of, um, craved that real life, like raw rawness like hey like this is who I am and this is who I know you to be and like your feed doesn't tell me that but like I know that about you right you know that about me exactly and and, um and I actually so one of my favorite things post not having it and I Mm -hmm. I deleted it in um October um so it's been a it's been a minute you deleted your Instagram in October yeah Wow. That has. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then I feel I, like in my head, this is what I should do. But in my head, I'd be like, all right, October, let's make it a year. I'm going to do it. You know, <laughs> I'd get competitive with nobody. <laughs> no. And like, you know, all that, all that to say, like, I may get it again one day. Like, of course, you know, I, yeah. I think there will probably come a season where like, I want to reconnect and I want to, yeah. you know, share, share things. Um, but 
Um, it's been so fun, Bria, being able to see friends in person and say, Hey, I don't have an Instagram. So like, tell me what you've been up. What to. have you been doing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, wow. You know, you, you'd be surprised at the amount of times that people are like, you know, in normal conversation, like they'd say like, Oh, I don't know if you saw my post the other day, or I don't know if you saw my story. Like, so giving someone the freedom and the time to like fully be able to like catch you up on what they've been up to, how life been like, it's such a gift to receive, but also like, that's truly, yeah. And I I think so eye opening. Yeah. And I think like, you know, again, like, um, I think sometimes we can get, um, on social media, we can get a little too comfortable with the, um, with the convenience of it, like the Mm -hmm. convenience of, you know, being able to reach out to a friend, um, via DM, like you see their right. story and you're like, Oh, I remember them. Let me, ask yeah. how they are. I hope they remember that. I care about that. Yeah. 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 Right. right. Um, and so I think it just also makes you like just more mindful of, you know, and more, I find myself now, like, um, you know, when someone pops into my head, I like try to text them right away. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like they popped into my head for a reason because like, I'm not on social media. I, you know, yeah. I didn't see their story yesterday and now I'm remembering them. Like there's a reason why they're on my heart. So yeah. anyway, all that to say, <laughs> that's why I believe in, but, um, yeah, but maybe I'll be back on again one day. Well, no rush. I think that's incredible. And I love like, it's so, I, I love asking people that question truly, because I realize everyone's answer is so different. Like in, in your head, you're like, oh, it's probably because like, you know, it's kind of hard because everyone's always doing stuff and there's comparison and there's this, there's that, the other. And honestly, people's answers are, are and it's like, just like we were talking about, it's more about what they want, feel like they want to get from the world, as opposed to like what they feel like people are putting on to them. And I love that. And I think that it makes total sense. And it's not everything. And for the listeners, you guys will see Hannah. I am going to post photos of her on the Instagram. <laughs> she just won't be tagged. That's I guess okay. I won't see them. I don't know. Make some good ones, with you. It's just going to be our conversation. But thank you so much for coming on today. This has been incredible. I just know that like, I'm I'm going to share this really soon. And you guys will probably be able to tell because it's technically Galentine's right now. Um, and it's going to come out really soon after that. But I hope that after listening to this, you've even if you don't fully relate, maybe you are in singleness, but in a different season, you're not single, you, you know, really don't relate at all. No matter what, I hope that, you know, you can connect to this conversation and connect with Hannah and, and, and really just, you know, understand that no matter what you're waiting for, whether it be a relationship, a car, a promotion, really anything there, um, there's so much in that. And there's so much to equip yourself with now. I love that word. Um, and that you're, you're never alone because I feel like even when, like, you know, even when you get the job, even when you make the move, there's still, there's always going to be something else. Um, and I always believe this, but I really do think that comparison is the thief of joy. And, and the only way to combat that is to focus on what's going on in your life and, and, and support other people too, through whatever joyful is going on in there. So I think that always really helps me. And, and I would assume you too, because you're the best cheerleader. So I'm so glad that you came on today. And if you guys want to reach out to Hannah, just let me know and I can connect you <laughs> because that is way more genuine and, and that's what we're going to move forward with. So thank you so much, Hannah. Amazing. Thanks, Bria.